Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to Speak Free with Maddie G, the podcast that celebrates free speech, truth, and open discussion. Hello and welcome to Speak Free with Maddie G, episode 30. I'm joined here today by Adam Spence. Now we had Hoon last time and uh, you're uh, you're another member of Young Calves. You're the founder of Young Calves. Uh, so we're going to be covering that a bit today and um, also talking about your business, Axum Creative. Um, we do a lot of videography, yep. photography work, yep. um, among other things. So we'll cover that and, um, and yeah, talk about also just your, you DJing and, and performing and um, a bit sort of, of what we covered with Hoon as well. Um, but take me back, um, back to, I guess, wh- when did you decide that you wanted to sort of be within the creative industries, within the art industries? Um, yeah. Mate, well, <clears throat> what I, I guess is the way it happens is that I knew what I didn't want to do. Um, which is be a carpenter or a tradie, whatever. Um, so I stayed in school as long as I could and to figure out what I wanted to do. Took a liking to cameras and art, you know, everything like that. Yeah. Always like making things look good. Like I, I know I'm known like, I know, I've always hang shit on me a bit because it's like everything I have has to look cool or whatever. Like I just like making things look better than they could be, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, so I, as, you know, we spoke about earlier, you know, off, off air, um, you know, I started out as a graphic designer, um, did that, but I always had the, you know, love for cameras and everything like that as well. So it kind of morphed over time. And then someone's like, you know, how to use a camera, right? And then, yeah, did that. And then like, oh, you're right at that. Next thing, buy a camera, you know, start going that way. And then, yeah, so it's weird. It, I didn't really mean to end up where I am. Yeah. But, you know, I started out with design, obviously, but <clears throat> I didn't have plans to be where I am now. But yeah. that's kind of good. I like I like it that way. And, and yeah, and I think it feels more natural when it ends up like that too. Yeah. You know, for me, like I did, I did journalism at uni mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, let's fucking work for Channel 9 or Channel yep. 7 or something and do that sort of path. And then as, you know, you get out of uni and you realise it's not that fucking straightforward and yeah. <laughs> things don't come that easily. Um, you know, I worked some shitty jobs and, you know, social media manager job and whatnot and then left that and then got a sort of a newspaper job and then I was doing a bit of photography for them. So I had that experience yep. and then went into working at a pub, just working at a fucking pub because I needed to because of yep. fucking COVID and yep. shit. And I, like we, our job went down to part-time and and then I started doing photography for the pub and then that led to getting a full-time photography job and now, you know, doing gigs on the side as well mm-hmm. now. So, um, and then also I have no need to... Well, I have no sort of desire to work for someone like Channel Nine and that no. now because I'm doing this. Hundred so, percent. Yeah, this Com- is this is better media than fucking mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about that. It doesn't really uh, yeah. get me too excited. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, after the last two years, they can. Um, yeah, they're enemies of the people, I believe. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, but yeah, the point is like it is. I feel like things like that, it, things fall into place. Yeah. 
the way they're meant to fall into place Definitely. when it comes to that. Um, as long as you're working hard, obviously, as yeah. long as you're not like shit kicking, you can't just like stay at home and something's going to fall on your nah, lap. Nah, nothing's going to happen for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but when you are working, yeah, it seems to that that skill develops and and new opportunities come up because of that that yes. development. So, hundred percent. Um, so talk about let's talk about your business before we jump into all the young calves yep. um, stuff. But Axum Creative, where did you? Obviously, your name's Adam, but yeah. um, <laughs> but the the name itself. Um, how did you come up with that? Yeah, I was I because I started out with a design company and then I realised you know I was running a design company but I was doing basically video and photo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need a new brand name. I'm like, I went through all these you know random names. You come up with ideas and then you know you go business search, business name search, and it's taken. I'm like, I was like, named Adam, put an X in it. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Made it. Well, I made a logo which is funny. So I go back to my design days and I like I said I like making things look good. So I'm like, I made a logo first. And that dictated the name. So it's funny. I'm always like that. So yeah. I, I did a logo, then did that. And I was like, yeah, sweet. Register that, done. So you work better with like imagery when it comes to that yeah. than like names? Yeah, but it's weird because I'm kind of, I actually did um, some, not journalism, but I wrote articles for magazines, used to review motorbikes for manufacturers and stuff online. So it's weird. Like I like words. I like writing. Like I'm good in that aspect, but I'm not. Uh, you don't know, I'm like a visual person, but like, you yeah. know, I just want something to look cool, but I'm still kind of, I know I'm weird. I don't know. No, but I, <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, I, I think very visually as well. Like yeah. when it comes to, even with names, you know, like for, for this, like that, that whole hand situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, that came to me, um, I saw like something similar, like on face. Uh, I think it was actually, you know how they say like you're in Facebook jail yeah, and, it's, yeah, like, and yeah. it's a picture of two hands with like yeah. the handcuffs. Cause that's like a reason I started speak free was cause I kept getting banned on, on social media. And so I thought like, I saw that image, which is like just such a funny meme. And I was like, imagine if that was like breaking yeah. free and that's like kind of how I came up with it. That's a funny way. Um, how it happened, but right? yeah. And then it turned out cool too. Like I love, I love a good emoji, right? Yep. Like I fucking love a good yep. emoji and there's a speak emoji and there's a literally like a box that says free. Yeah, like, yeah, on, yeah. On, and I was like, that's fucking perfect for socials now. Like, 100%. yeah. And I didn't notice that till after I was like writing. But it's cool how things like that end up happening, right? Yeah. Like you're like, I don't know, stuff just kind of falls into place. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty proud of the the name, hey. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. fucking, yeah, it's a pretty dope name for yeah. a podcast, yeah. I feel. Um, but, so, Axum Creative, what what year did that sort of start for you? So, technically, it would have been, like, 2012 or something, when, like, Axum, what, what it is now. Yeah. It would have been, like, 2012 or something when I first started messing with cameras, like, you know, actually getting paid to shoot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was in, so I'm from, uh, my background's like motocross racing and stuff like that, but it's weird. I'm from the beaches, like I'm from Cronulla originally. So I surfed Shut and up. rode, mo yeah, up, that's, a, that's, a, that's a touchy <laughs> one that uh, I, I, get, I get mixed reviews in that one. Yeah, I work there, so. Mm. Yeah, I cop shit, but I'm not really that kind of dude. I don't know if you, knew, if you know me, I'm not really that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a mixture of everywhere, but yeah, it, it was motocross filming. That's what I was doing. And then it went from there and then someone's like, can you shoot this? Can you shoot that? So yeah, 2012, I think was the first time I got paid to shoot. And that was a MX nationals in um, Queensland. Okay, when a dude yeah. got sick and then the guy's like, can you film? Like, uh, so I used his camera, everything, filmed it. And then someone's like, yeah, all right. Are this one? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And man. then it went from there. Yeah. That's cool, man. Cause, um, so is that like what you, what sort of you started doing just like sports and motocross yeah. for the first part of it yeah, before it, was, it morphed it, into? Yeah. And it's kind of weird because like when I did that, 
I kind of almost pigeonholed myself for a while, and it, but I didn't really want to go that direction at that point in time. I didn't really know I did. And then, you know, I kept going that way. And then I was like, well, hang on a second. I'm known as like, you know, a motorsport guy, but I'm really not. Like the other day I shot a fashion thing, like, you know, chick, like, you know, looking cool, walking, like, you know, something yeah. you would not expect a dude who started out in motocross. Um, so yeah, I was like, no, I need to, I need to make sure I, you know, don't get stuck. And then it slowly just went, you know, here, here, sh- I've shot, I've shot stuff. You wouldn't even, you know, you'd think you're kidding, right? But yeah, you've, you've got to do that too. So yeah. yeah. Would that be advice, your advice to photographers starting out to yeah. just shoot a heap Everything. of different shit? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent because it's actually, it's quite interesting. You can tell with certain people, like, which is cool to have your niche or, you know, your area where you're really good at, but you can tell with certain people who shoot, you know, I have things that I'm not as good at, but across the board, I can, you know, I could go from like MX nationals to say moto, like um, super bike racing. Um, or then I can go shoot a fashion thing with some chicks or dudes, whatever. Um, I shoot like furniture stuff. Like I've managed to keep it pretty broad, but you can see with certain people that, you know, like they're yeah. kind of like, well, you know, they'll go, maybe if they went from, you know, a fashion thing to a motocross track, they'll be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, which is all right. It's all right. But I like the fact that I can go there and I would recommend to anyone, like make sure you, you know, if, if, and and maybe if someone goes, offers you a gig and you're like, like I, the first fashion thing I shot, um, this, this, um, girl, Maddie, who I do TV show stuff with, she's like, I've got you this gig doing this fashion thing. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, yeah, you do just go. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but you know did that and then from there it happened i was like you know shitting myself you know in a studio i'm like i don't belong here and then before you know it you're good so you just gotta have a crack yeah i can i can relate to that mine was a wedding for me i literally got called up on the fucking morning of um my mate was the caterer so it was like his friends Uh and um and he's like, yeah, man, like the photographer, their photographer's canceled on them. Doesn't have a backup. Dude, morning, Can you come? Of- morning of the wedding. And I'm like, fuck man. If I'm being honest, don't feel confident. Eh? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't feel confident. And I don't want to fuck their wedding day yeah. up. So I will ask around first. Yeah. Ask around. Everyone's busy. Every photographer I know is fucking busy. Right. Yeah. And, um, so I'm like, fuck man. I was like, I'll call him back and just see what the fucking yeah. go is. See if he's found anyone. Call him back. And he's like, man, it's $2,000. It's about five hours work. Just do it. It's chill. It's a backyard wedding. Yeah. They're the most chilled couple in the world. It's marquee. They're not even having a first dance. They don't even yeah. have a cake. Like, yeah. they're just, it's a fucking chilled wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did it now because, like, I've got that experience. And it helps with so many other things now, too. Because a wedding is, like, for me, it's such attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Like, the little things you take photos mm-hmm. of. Like well, you can't like, miss stuff, too. Yeah. Right? Like, like it has to be, yeah, you have to cover everything. So it's yeah. like, it's not all people shots. It's fucking no, decorations. Yeah, there's it's little the things on tables table. and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yes. you take all that. And I think that's helped me with other, you know, parties and stuff now. Or um, like I shot an engagement last night mm-hmm. and it was just like, I, was, I shot it sort of like a wedding. You know, it is. It's work. like a mini wedding. Yeah. Really. So that was, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm really glad I yeah, well, did that. That's also, it, right? money, money's good in weddings. <laughs> well, see, that's it. Like I shot weddings since I think 20... 14, I did my first one. I was the same as my mate's wedding. Uh, Matt Bernard, actually, if he's listen, g'day, mate. Um, <laughs> and he's the same thing. I'm like, dude, I'm a motocross guy. Like at that point, full of, and he's like, nah, nah, you can do it. He's a photographer too. He goes real well. And, um, and I was like, I don't know. But then from there, like, yeah, I was the same, man. I'm like, 
and then it was it was all right. And yeah. I only just stopped doing weddings because it's doesn't really work out with what I'm doing these days. But same thing, man. I was like, oh shit. And then suddenly I did weddings until what is it, 2022? I yeah. shot one this year still, you know? So you just and gotta have like a crack and do it. hundred percent. I feel like I'd be less nervous doing another one now. But still yep. I feel like the nerves for a wedding, to be honest, weddings, mate, every single one I went to, I was still shitting myself. Yeah, because it is it's it's a mo like you, you cannot fuck day, up. You, you can't are fuck stuffed. up. Yeah. Yeah. You are stuffed. So much pressure. Yep. You know the and pressure like, is bad. Yeah. And especially because for for weddings, you know, there's so much planning that goes into it um, through them. And what's the first thing they do when, when someone gets engaged, the first thing they do is check out all, everything about weddings on the internet, right? Yeah. So, of course, the internet is going to show the best of the fucking best 100%. of photos, right? Yes. Not everyone is capable of that shit, no. right? Like some photos I've seen, like that photographer must fucking, he's got 30 years experience he's probably shooting weddings, yeah. you know, like they yeah. can't fucking dope yeah. and I knew I couldn't like I can't emulate that like it would just be but then you've got to realise you know you got your own style and like yeah. eventually people will book you based on if they want you for your style and whatnot as well, that's well. It. so yeah but and no I definitely feel more confident than yeah. I would have if I hadn't shot one at all yeah and it's yeah. the same with anything I guess like it doesn't matter what it is you can apply that to pretty much anything I find like yeah. I feel like it's it's I'm not the most confident person on earth in some ways but I feel like You've got to do that kind of shit. Otherwise, you're just not going to get anywhere. Exactly, like, yeah. And even if you didn't, even if you do it and you hated it, at least you know you don't like it instead of not doing it and then being like, should I do a wedding? Like, or whatever. Yeah. At least do it and then be like, like, then, okay, I don't want to do that. And you're good. Yeah. Instead of just sitting there wondering. My own personal, like, guilt of not doing something would just, like, that would outweigh any nerves yep. for me, you know? Like, if I didn't end up doing that wedding, say I found someone... And I just went out and drank or whatever. Yeah, instead yeah. And you think, what am I doing? And gave up yeah. two thousand dollars. It's like, yeah. Why the fuck? Dang. You know why? You know, uh, it would just eat me alive, man. And then I'd be like, well, now I don't have that experience. You know, if and someone offers me another one, I'm gonna have this yeah, whole right. thing yeah, again. Yeah, I wish you did that. And yeah. that's, I think, a big thing too with doing stuff like that, working for yourself. You know, technically, you're, you're, you know, you're doing your own thing when you're doing that. Well, you are doing your own thing. Um, you have to also just be able to sack up and sacrifice maybe hanging out with your mates and carrying on or doing whatever like yeah that's a big thing with it like i've um, i used to go i used to fly away before covid like 20 weekends or something a year like i and i'd be maybe away like i think one year i was away like 30 weekends in a year with something to do with work yeah shit and like you know everyone's like what are you doing like and i'm like you you have to but you look back and you're like at the time like oh it's kind of annoying but it helps. <laughs> yeah. And did you feel did you feel that level of fo like FOMO when you were when doing I it? When I was away certain times, yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, man, it was good to do that. It's it's yeah. interesting when you look at it that way. But I guess it's always hindsight thing. But yeah, it's but that kind of stuff you just have to do it. Like you can't. Yeah, I'm the same. Like you can't sit there and be like, get asked to do something. Be like, oh, but I've got like, you know, I've missed like so many birthdays, so many things. Because you can't sit there and then, like, you're at the birthday, like, yeah, cool, my mate's happy or whatever, but what are you doing? Like, yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah, you got to be, you just got to put yourself first, hey. Yeah, you kind of have to. I think I I definitely struggle with FOMO. Even just, yeah. like, not even when I'm, like, busy doing something, but say, like, I'm fucking 
you know, or even if I've got like something else on and I can't make it to something else, yeah. and then I see that that's probably fucking yeah, popping off oh, more than really, yeah. Look at those those Instagram stories. Uh, yeah, sick. you're like fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, or if I don't get a ticket to a festival or something, and then I see it, and I'm like fuck, can't like yeah. I really want to go there? Yeah. Right? I wish I was there. And man, it gets me down. Hey, but I think I'm like finally starting to get past that shit. Hey, I think I can like miss out on shit a bit more, and and you know be just you know if I'm working on my own shit. I think it's if you miss more. out on something and you're being productive and doing something good, yeah. it's all right. But yeah, makes I'm the same, better. man. Yeah. I've certain things that happen, I'm like, oh, pretty sick. And you do feel like shitbox if you're sitting there and you've done nothing. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh, that's no good. But yeah. Yeah, you've, it's it's hard. That's, that's a part of doing, like, working for yourself, I guess. Like, you're not just doing, like, you know, Especially Monday. This we'll industry. do, like, what, well, Sunday right now? five o'clock, whatever it is, yeah. you know, like everyone else, like all my mates are sitting at home. We, we went riding this morning and they all, I was like, you know, at lunch, I'm like, I got to go. I got to wash my bike, get back, get changed, go to this. And they're just like, yeah, well, I'm going to work tomorrow morning at this time. And like, which is cool. Yeah. But you have to, there's a different, it's a different life. Yeah, it is. In a way. And that's one thing you definitely <coughs> have to give up, I guess, when you choose to, you know, something like photography or videography yep. and that is that a lot of it is weekend work. Yeah. Um, and there goes your weekend. But in saying that, then you free up a lot of your week uh, too. I've you had know? a lot of, a lot of midweek things where, you know, there'd be days where I'd sneak off to go riding on a Tuesday or something when yeah. you know, I've got some editing done on Monday, bail out, go for a ride. And then everyone's like, how are you doing that? Well, that's the thing. Like there's, yeah. there's give or take. It's the same as anything. And, and the fact is, is that people who work, you know, and I'm not shitting on that because I work, no. I work Monday to Friday yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but you can work Monday to Friday or you can do one thing on a Saturday yeah. as a photographer. Yeah. And you're making more money than if you were there for five days, yeah, you know, yeah. at another job, you at can, a shitty fucking dead end job, you, you know. You can do well. You can do very yeah, well. I, and yeah. I have nothing, like I'm the same, I've got nothing against. So my, my dad was, you know, had a normal job and whatever and it's done real well. Like my mates all do it. Like that's cool. Yeah. But you can put yourself in a pretty good spot if you do your own thing as well. So yeah. But yeah, sacrifice, whatever. But you're also sacrificing a lot if you have a normal job too. You're sacrificing your freedom from this day. Like, you know, Monday to Friday from this time to this time in most jobs, you are doing that. That's it. Yeah. Like you can't go, to, if you need to go to the post office or something, like you can't take most time, you're not doing that. Like, you like yeah there's a lot there and also i feel like me and um tash stevenson talked about this on the podcast actually mm -hmm. and she was she made a point she's like do you feel like the years are just going faster and faster and faster and faster and i'm like yeah fucking 100 yeah. and she's like well that's you know largely due to monday to friday yeah you know other than for four weeks of fucking year annual leave or whatever or the odd public holiday you're fucking you're getting up in the morning, you're going straight to work. By the time you get home, you're having dinner, having a shower and you're pretty much ready for yep. bed. Like that's your fucking, that's your life for five days. Yeah. And then you're living for two days of the week. Yeah. And you know, and probably now I am probably stuck in that rut a bit. Um, but you know, for me, it's like, Oh, well, I know I'm building, you know, so it's yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, I can completely understand why people would feel like they're, just you know like their life is just fucking flashing by because it does for when sure. you're doing that you know 100%. well but it flashes by in a lot of ways both ways but for sure when you're doing that if you're doing the same thing all the time yeah you yeah like 
you'd just be like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, fucking, I mean, I'm fucking 10 and 25 and I'm like, fuck man, I swear like I was just leaving school like yeah. the other day. Hey, like, yeah, yeah. School, school feels like it goes forever. Even though you're doing the same thing every day, it's still yeah. different. That still feel feels like, like the longest period of my school, life. Oh, I hey. felt like I was at school forever. Yeah. Like literally it's crazy. But yeah. It's weird how that works. But I guess that's, yeah, it's one of the things that, Oh, I've had my moments where I'm like, this is hard to run my own business and do this whole deal. And I've gone, well, do I go a normal job? And then I'll speak to people and they're like, you don't want to do this. Like, and you're like, all right. Like, it's definitely though. You're like, it is a grind, isn't it? And nothing is yeah. nothing is um, sort of permanent. You know, nothing no. is nothing's set in place when you have your own business. You no. know, anything, it can go, you know, tits up pretty fucking well, easily. You try to go, um, you, know, you get a home loan when you're me. Like it's I've done it, but um, it's not that simple. <laughs> There's things like that. Like, you know, you don't have set income. You can't yeah. get a letter from your, or whatever they do. I can't remember how they work, how they do it for a normal job person. But yeah, they, they say, show me your last three years or whatever it was and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like technically I could, I, I would, it wouldn't happen, but I could earn shit all this year and you yeah. know, like in your stuff. So there's a lot to it that's the stresses of it and 100%. everything like that that come into it. And um, so what what are you mostly sort of, so you said like you shot one wedding this year, but you sort of given, yeah, moved on from yeah. that. What sort of uh, projects are you doing now? So I've got my normal client work, um, which varies still too. Like I shoot for, I don't know, for example, like Clarendon Homes, I do all their like, um, you know, all their houses they build, you know, go to each, you know, go up the coast, go whatever, shoot those so they can put them up. Yeah. Um, I know they don't do like some motocross stuff with Yamaha. I do a bit of stuff with Ducati Superbike team, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so that's all like you know that's fun. Um, I even been shooting for a company, local company, McDonald Contracting, and they move houses and stuff. So we moved a house from Concord to the Blue Mountains. They lifted the house, they cut the house into three, put it on a truck. It'll be out. I don't know when we're going to release it, but we've we shot for like you know months. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. So I get to, that's, uh, fucking that's crazy, pretty man. sick. Yeah. So that's cool. But stuff like that. And then now I'm actually, so I went away to Europe and really um, had some fun last month or so, whenever it was a few months ago. Certainly looked like fun. Yes. Yeah. That was enjoyable. If anyone um, follows Spence on, yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> show you what have seen some fucking yeah. good shit. Yeah. Maybe make Kirky. Yeah. Uh, I really had a crack. So that was good. Um, and then, so <clears throat> got back from there. And Maddie, um, Maddie Sloan, she's a very talented girl, um, friend of mine. She used to work for Sky News and do all these kind of things. And we started um, a few years ago doing a uh, little, little, basically like a pilot for a little TV show called Destination Dessert. Then we went from there and ended up getting Subaru sponsorship one year. And, and it started building. It was on, I think it was on 10 at that point. And um, that went from there and we did that. And then we got she got approached by Subaru to do an actual Subaru TV show. It's called the great Australian detour. We've already done one season. I think it's on nine from memory. I, know, I just film it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't send it to them, but um, um, yeah, so we're doing that. So, so this week I'm going with, we're still doing destination dessert and great Australian detour, but great Australian detour has turned into a big deal. So we've, we're going around Australia actually. That's um, fucking mad. Is, hey, which is pretty cool coming up. So, um, that's, that'll be, well, it's pretty much around Australia. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to be away. I think I leave in a few weeks. Going to be away for like six, seven weeks. I think seven weeks. Um, yes, that's like, that's my biggest thing I'm doing right now. So yeah, that'll be 
super fun. Does that, do you ever like, do things keep happening for you? I guess I'm always like sort of curious to this because people who would be starting out in say the videography game or whatever the fuck. Yep. Um, or whatever career it may be, but they look at things like that and that's like a fucking dream. You know, that's yeah, a yeah. goal, you know? Do you ever take a moment and go, fuck, man, this is fucking sick? Yeah, yeah. I, 100%. Like, it's hard sometimes, like, to to step back and look at what you're doing because it's what you're doing. I feel like sometimes that's... I don't know, because I've, I've, I've got to go to, for example, um, in 2014 or something, I got to go to Sweden, for example, and ride for um, a moto online website here, ride all the new Husqvarna's in Sweden, then got to go to like MXGP race. We got taken around by KTM and well, it's owned by KTM Husqvarna. Got taken around for like 10 days, this massive trip and stuff. And I was like, like, that's pretty cool. Like I've got to do cool things, but it's hard because then it becomes your normal sometimes. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. I do sometimes sit there. I'm like, that's pretty sick. Like, you know, there's some places I've been and things I've got to do, which are pretty cool. But, and people, yeah. And people say like, how did you end up there? And you don't really, to be honest, like you do know, but you don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I knew this person, met this person. Then you end up, then you're suddenly there. Yeah. It becomes, yeah, it's a, it's a journey. It's not like it just falls into the lap or it's like, you're just doing nothing. And then all of a sudden you're in fucking Sweden (laughs) working. You know, there's a lot of, there's no like people say, Oh, you're lucky or whatever, but I don't think that's really the case. Certain things, do maybe happen where you're like, oh, I happened to meet this person. But in the end, if you're not good at what you do and you're not, you know, I don't know, personable, whatever it may be, if there's a lot of things that have to be, you know, in, you know, tick a lot of boxes before you can do things. Yeah. So. Well, that's how I see it, especially in the arts industry mm-hmm. for anything, whether it be photography or something like this or acting or whatever. I think it comes down to two things mainly is talent first and foremost and personality second you can be the most talented guy but if you're a cunt you're not going to want to no one's going to want to work with you they used to drill it into us like i went to nida for a year they drilled it into us like you have to be the most easily like you know approachable nice person to work with Mm -hmm. ready to you know collaborate on a project and not be you know up yourself in that and they're even like, like they didn't name names. They're like, we've worked with people who are the most, like one of the best actors ever, yep. but they're a cunt. Mm-hmm. So no one, they never got another job again because no one wants to talk, yep. you know, no one wants to work with them. Uh, yeah. And I feel like if you don't have a good personality, those chance meetings or, you know, not chance meetings, but that it's never going to happen because you're not putting yourself out there to talk no. and to make it a good impression and, with people. And, and you won't be a lot of times, you know, recommended from someone else or whatever. Like it's definitely true. Like it's interesting. And that's something that with, say with this crew we have for the show we do, um, we've got like, it's a sick crew. Like, and we all, it's a massive thing that, you know, we're going to be together for six, seven weeks on the road together. If you, if someone in that group is a tosser, like and people are going to get on each other's nerves. Like it's yeah. going to happen, but to a point it has to be able to be, you have to be able to deal with being around people. No one's going to book you to be on a trip with them for that long, doing all this stuff, flat out, you're never away from each other if you're going to shit them. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> so it's a massive thing. Like, but yeah, obviously talent first. If you're a dickhead, you're just not going to get the call up. Yeah. So, 
and and it's no like who wants to you know who wants to work with someone who's just a tosser to be around like it yeah. doesn't matter how good you are you're not getting especially there. something like that where you don't go home at five mate you go back to them. the hotel or you sit in the car yeah like with them for we we hours. have lots of time together like it's it, the the best thing about this show that we do is it's so it's so fun like we like literally like we have the host is Andrew Datto he's uh you used to do you know. All TV stuff, everything, and yeah. he's hilarious. To like, he's so funny. So it's like he's like an Australian legend. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, yeah, like he's funny as to deal with. Like he's just like you know we we play jokes on each other, whatever. Like stuff around, put the seat heaters on when it's four million degrees in the yeah. middle of South Australia or something, and it's like <laughs> you know like the whole trip when he's ripping the seat heaters on him, he's like oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just this shit like that like and it makes it fun so seat heaters are kind of a thing mate, even if it's cold mate like, they're rubbish yeah they're, yeah like hey mate, Subaru seat heaters they're awesome guys everyone yeah. great great but <laughs> 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 they literally like yeah you gotta you gotta be able to do stuff you gotta have banter you gotta be able to have fun like there's a limit to yeah obviously you've gotta be able to like that's one thing that I've learned like uh, people know me I like to joke I'm I'm never very serious but certain people when they work with me they'll be like oh you you know on you know when i see you out of work hours you're like you know playing around stuffing around and then when you're working you're like like you know my mates will be like when i'm filming they're like oh are you serious I'm like, dude yeah there's you've got a there's a limit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you can't be a fucking dickhead all the time no no <laughs> yeah. no like if you're a dickhead 95 percent of the time you're good like yeah <laughs> it's yeah there's a lot yeah, you to it five percent yeah, yeah for professionalism yeah 100 <laughs> percent that's it. Um, we'll talk about uh, young Carl's a bit. Yeah. Um, and obviously, who you know, told me just the basics of yep. how it started and that. Um, but I want to hear it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, where did the idea come from and what made you want to start Young Carl's? It's a funny story, actually. So me and my mate, Dwayne, we were like, we used to ride motocross together and play. He used to live at East Currajong, actually. So he'd come to mind to go surfing on the holidays. We, like, we knew each other at school. Then I'd come out here to go riding. And then we went away to, went to Byron Bay for New Year's in 2013, I think it was. Last minute trip. I was actually super sick and I didn't want to go. And he's like, one of them blokes, he's like, just, just like, just get in the car. We're going. We took his van and he's like, like, just chucked our surfboards in bed, whatever. And he's like, we're just going and you'll get better over time. And I was like, dude. I'm dying, like, so sick. And then, so he dragged me up there. And then my little brother, Matt, and his mate, Sean, um, also drove up at the same time. And it was one of them trips that was like, I don't know, like, just can't, like, you know, it's something you don't, like, I wasn't meant to be there and everything. And then we, like, went to this house where these they, these chicks they knew were renting. And then, you know, that turned into this big, wild party and I'm like what is going on like the whole trip was just funny and shit going on everywhere yeah um and then my mate Dwayne he's actually younger than me by a few months and then but he looked everyone would think he was older than me and I would always I'm like yeah I'm yeah. actually older than him so <laughs> we love the movie Step Brothers and when in that scene how this like um she's had the young um the old bull now now it's the young the calf. calf yeah so he would always, he's like, you're the old bull. I'm the young calf. I'm like, no, I'm the young calf. And, he, and then we kept, so then we started hashtagging young calf on our photos from Byron. Right, it, was like yeah. a, it was like an inside joke on the trip. Yeah. My little brother was doing it. I don't know, just because he's my little brother. And he'd copy, I don't know, he's like, yeah, yeah that's cool. I'm like, yeah, I mean, whatever. He's cool. And then, um, yeah, we, we just kept doing that. And then, and then at some point, 
we wrote because we both wanted to be the young calves. So we, at some point, I wrote young calves, and then people and then people started saying, "What's young calves? Can I? Is it like a crew?" And I'm like, "Oh no!" Nah. I was like, <laughs> "No, nah, it's just like a I don't know." I was like, "I don't know what it is." Like, and I was like, "I don't know. It's just whatever." We're just joking. Yeah. And then I was like, and then so. We kept hashtagging it on just videos of us playing around. Like it's still on my Instagram, just being idiots, like on the piss or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm a designer. So I was like, I might make a logo. And then so I made the logo, which is the exact, that logo, like the branding is literally the first one I did and never touched it, which is rare for me. Like normally I do like, Four million designs and whatever. It's a very fucking cool logo, man. It's like Dude. iconic. Hey, so like straight away, like <laughs> straight away, you just see the bull, man. Like, yeah. to, and you would know straight away it's young yeah. calves. So like, what I, I, what's funny, I've still got the photo. I googled young calf. That's what I did, and there was a photo, like a fake front on photo of one. And I was like, I'm gonna make like that kind of look out of lines. Yeah, and that's how it happened. I've still got the photo there that I used as like reference, which is pretty funny. So I made that and then I was like, oh, make it. Oh, instead of posting on my normal page, I'll make an Instagram account. And the name was available. So I did that, put a logo, started posting stuff. And then it was like, I think about a hundred followers. And I was like, oh, this, and it's sick. <laughs> like people are watching this shit. I was like, this is mad. We'll just like doing whatever. Like the videos are all still there. The first post was just the logo. Can't remember what I wrote. I don't know what I wrote. Something probably stupid because yeah. no one was there. No yeah. one was watching, and you can tell on the older videos. It's just like I don't know. Just no one. No one gives a shit. Yeah. And then it just started growing and growing, and then yeah, like never bought followers. Never. It's not a huge account. You know, it's only like thirty five thousand, whatever it is right now. But it's organic, and and the you know it started going quite. You know, it's it really started lifting. I was like. Cool. Yeah. So that's how it started. That's the origins of it. And just went from there. Yeah. That's mad, man. Yeah. Like, cause like, I think the first I ever saw of it was just like, just funny fucking videos, yeah. you know, um, shit I would see that was very like, um, it was very like brown cardigan sort yeah, of yeah. vibe. And I was like, this is fucking mad. And then I realized it was like, you know, a Hawkesbury yeah, thing yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get around this yeah. shit. And, um, but yeah, it's just dope, man. Like, cause it's just morphed into, you know, something of it's, you know, it's taken sort of a different life form now. Yeah. And when was it that you sort of, how it is now with, you know, very music based, yes. very DJ based, when did that sort of come? So I can't remember when I started DJing, but like Hoon always DJed from, we, me, me and Hoon have known each other for ages. Um, I can't remember when he started DJing, but I'm pretty sure when we first met, he was already starting. And so who always DJed Tully Murphy. He's helped me a ton. He, um, he was DJing like, cause he's real young. Like he, and he was DJing when he was real young. He lives up just down the road from Hoon. So they're always yeah. together. Um, and I always thought I was like, I don't know. I just have this thing. Like my dad's like into music and everything. He's a good guitar. He builds guitars, always crap. Like, so I've got like interest in music, but I was never into that. I was like, I like dance music and stuff. And I was like, I want to be a DJ, but I never did it. Like, I'd always ask them, I'm like, can you teach me or whatever? And then I might buy stuff and whatever. Yeah. It's a typical example of you should just have a crack and do it. And then, yeah, I just was like, I said to mum one day, so I bought decks. Just randomly, I was like, right, I'm buying decks. Figure this shit out. I think it was like four years ago, maybe or something like that. Yeah. And um, bought decks and mum, I remember I was living back with my parents at that time. And um, <laughs> I pulled them out and mum was like, what? What is that? I'm like, I'm going to be a DJ. And she's like, yeah. 
That's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. She's like, yeah, cool. I'm like, I'm serious. And she's like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then, so that's kind of when that all started and I started DJing. And then I picked it up. Well, thanks to the boys. Like, they were real, real helpful. Like, I sat at home in my room just, man, just going over and over and over, trying to get good, trying to figure it out, like, put the time in. And then I started playing with them at parties and then they'd, like, you know, help me with certain stuff. And then I started figuring it out. And then, yeah, it, so that that's when, like, the music side of it started. Um, and then it's only really, like, it started getting bigger in the last few years, definitely. Like, doing yeah. – what happened was, like, we are doing party – like, playing – we'd go play at a party and it'd be us – basically us three at one. It was basically me, Hoon, and Tolzo, really. And then it kind of grew a bit more. Like, Coombsy got in there and, you know, a few other boys. Um, and then – Everyone, we kind of felt like, like, well, people are kind of liking our vibe. I don't know. We have a certain style, I guess, and a bit of yeah. energy. Well, I think it is. And what I like about it, and I talked to Hoon a bit about it too, is that you guys don't play to what you believe the crowd wants. Nah. You play what you want. Yeah. And I think yeah. people fuck with that more. Yeah. Um, because obviously, unless it's shit, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 100%, trash, then obviously 100%. they're not gonna fuck with you. But it's not trash. So even though it's like shit, they may not expect to listen to yep. or like go to. You know, if they're at you know the same pub every fucking Saturday night, yep. listening to the same songs, and they go to you know a young calves event, yeah, they it may not be something that they're you know used to listening to, but it's a fucking vibe and and that energy that is at, you know, like I've been to a few of your events yeah. at Ricky Inn and that, yeah. and it's fucking, it's just mental. Can't like, <laughs> it's just like, it's so good. And even like, not just like there, but like Tolzo's party yeah. and that. It's yeah, just that was such, wild. Uh, yeah, such yeah. a great night, man. Like, and everyone was just fucking loving it. And that's yeah. what, like, to me, like when I think like, if you could put like being young, right? Like, yeah. like being youthful, like that's the image yeah. i envision you know yeah. like just fucking just loving life just good music and just energy man yeah. just high energy and that's yeah i think that's what you guys definitely bring yeah. um obviously it's getting a bit bigger now um there's a few cool things coming yeah. up for you guys um fiji is one of them that we yes. talked about last podcast yes um you must be pretty fucking stoked for that yeah. eh? yeah that's yeah. gonna be sick like that's kind of the show we did when we got so we got the call up to support lewd at the roundhouse. Yeah. That was like where the Fiji thing started with your paradise. And that was a big one. So I can't even remember. Actually, it's through Joel Tinker. He's a legend. Fucking absolute Rips legend. on a camera. Yeah, he's he the sure man. Does. He is he's the like, man. Uh, yeah, yes. he's like a fucking idol of mine. Oh, bro. Right. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> and a good mate. He is the man. Yeah. He he um, lined us up with the guy who runs your paradise, actually. That's how it kind of started. He said, oh, I want to speak to those young calves guys. You know them, blah, blah, blah. And then we got on the call and... That's where it all started. And he's like, do you want to do... So also like Christian, Lude, we did a show. Like we're mates with them. We did that Chumba show a few yeah. years ago, which is, that's kind of where like it kind of got started to get bigger. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, yeah, sick. Like we're mates with him. This will be sick. And then after that, like we did well. And it was the sickest thing ever uh, to date really. And then after that, we got the call up and they're like, do you want to go to Fiji and play? I'm like, a hundred percent. Like... And then to see like, to see it young calves on that poster with like big names like yeah. Holy Goof and like I don't know there's massive people on there like yeah. people may not know certain people but there's like international DJs and stuff on there that are just awesome. To see that is pretty sick. Like it's pretty cool. And 
like just the you know the setup of it too how it is is like you guys are you're going to get good exposure to um not just the people there who are you know attending but also everyone's teams around them um in terms of like artists like i feel like this is definitely like probably going to be a massive step forward yeah for you guys in terms of career yeah Yeah. it's like a like that's what i was saying to the boys is like like you know on this trip it's kind of it's going to be you know we're going to have fun we're going to play but it's going to be like networking you've got to be kind of there's going to like it's funny because like i'm i'm not like their dad but i kind of you know the they know but i'm more worried because it's you know i'm more not worried but i'm more um you know mindful of that because it's you know, my baby still where, exactly, yeah. where I'm like, um, yeah, I'm like, Oh, I need to make sure we do certain things. But yeah, so I think it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. Like, so want to, we want to actually kind of do a lot of things with that trip as well. Like I want to, I'm trying to work out how to get, it's a tricky one because there's flights and stuff involved, but I want to have someone shooting content and everything like that. So I'm going to speak to Joel cause he's shooting photos, see who I can line up, you know, one of his mates over there and see if they can shoot. Like, you know, make the most out of it because it's not that like, you know, it's a pretty big opportunity. So yeah, I didn't think, man, if you ask my mum, yeah, I was like, guess what I'm doing? She's like, Oh, so you weren't lying. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would be dope. It was funny. Yeah. When it's... I, when I, did, when I did the lewd show, actually, I think that was the one where, I set, I showed her photos and stuff in the roundhouse. I thought like, cause it was like a boiler room set up and everything. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff. is, that is mad. I feel like everyone sort of, I, I feel like the, you know, the arts industry, you know, whether it be, you know, DJing or whatever, acting in that. I feel like everyone's parents, cause they're from a sort of a more conservative time yep. where this wasn't like a direct career path yeah, for a yeah. lot of people. I think they don't really get it and they don't really have much faith in their it, children. I, yeah. Um, I, it's, it's an interesting one. Like, like I remember when I spent $3,000 on this camera and yeah. like, and the studio lights and that mum goes, why the fuck are you spending all your money on this for? Yeah. I said, I've done a podcast, man. Yeah. She's like a podcast. What are you yes. doing a podcast for? And I'm like, fuck man, you just fucking wait. It's, eh? it's a different world. <laughs> it's now, a different yeah. world right now. I don't know if she watches much, but she like likes all my posts and shit yeah, now. And she'll up. see like I'm having game like up. different people on yeah. there. And like when I had like John Bernard on there and shit, she was like, he was on the news. Like yeah. he was on the news. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah mum. Check that out, mum. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but no, nah, it's pretty sick. Like, um, I mean, I think they mean well, but it's just a different time, you know. Yeah. It's changed a lot from... Well, also, like, right, if you look at, I think, anyway, like, my mom's, like, the most supportive human. She's the best. Like, and in the way that she was saying, like, you're not going to be a DJ wasn't, wasn't like, she didn't think I could do it. It was more like, you do all this stuff already. Like, why are you stuffing around doing that? I think that's what, as well, like, I think back in the day, <clears throat> sorry, like, we were saying before even, people before, they're like, what do you do? And they'd be like, I do this. Yeah. Now I don't think that's a thing. Like, well, for me, it's not. For yeah. you, you know, you're doing yeah. different stuff. I feel like that's a big thing where people like, you know, you're like, I do this, I do this. Like people say it to me all the time. They're like, what do you do? I'm like, I will do this, this, that. And then I DJ and they're like, so, and then, or someone's like, S- people think I'm a DJ. I'm like, no, I'm not a DJ. I'm like, well, I, I get paid to do it, but I'm not. And then like, yeah. what are you? I'm like, 
I don't know, not really anything. Just yeah. every, yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's weird and that's not that normal. It, it, yeah, and I think it's definitely becoming more normal now. Yeah. Um, there is, you know, people aren't comfortable just being that one, you know. It scares me, to be honest, being that, the one. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole myself yeah. into, like, one fucking job, you know. Yeah. Like, I want to be doing everything. Yeah. And, you know, as long as it's something creative, you know, yeah. like, I, if I'm not creating shit, I don't Nah, fuck that. Yeah, it has yeah. to be creative. Yeah. Um, like, I've got to feel a sense of pride. Yes. You know, with, like, you know, starting something and finishing it. Yep. I really love that. Yeah. I hate, like, the thought of, you know, working for the man. Yeah, <laughs> nah. I've, you know, never I've had a lot of shitty fucking jobs where it's just, like, no matter what. I remember, I will talk about, yeah, I will say this because mm-hmm. fuck the cunt. Um, but <laughs> I was working at a fucking, I won't name the business, yeah. but I was working at a fucking shitty job in North Richmond, right? And I did everything, cunt. Mm. And I wasn't meant to work, like, in the shop itself. But uh-huh. they go, oh, just, like, a couple of weeks till we find someone. Like, I was hired as their social media manager, right? Then they put me in the shop. And they still expected me to, like, turn the company around yeah, yeah. within socials. But it's like, if I'm stuck in a shop all day, Can't do anything. how the fuck am I going to do yeah, that? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's sort of the point I made. And then <laughs> after 18 months of that situation happening, I fucking got the, the newspaper job. And um, I rang the boss up to tell him, like, when they, you know, offered me the job. And and I said, hey, I've been offered another job. I'm going to put in my, you know, you know, two weeks notice. Yeah. And he goes, oh, well, you know, you haven't really done anything anyway while you've been here. So it's no loss. Yeah, and, like, bro, uh, since I left, since I left, that shop's been closed, cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck that cunt, yeah, no, you know. <laughs> you don't want to be doing that stuff, like... And, and, and it's the most free I've ever felt leaving that, you know, and doing something I actually fucking want to do, you yeah. know. And and from there, like, it's just, like, it's just been one thing sort yeah. of after the other. Yeah. Um, that's from fucking how many decks I've eaten this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it's been, like, sort of one thing after the other and it's sort of just, like, snowboard into yeah. what it is now. So, yeah, it's definitely – it's it's pretty cool. I feel like if you if you take – certain steps like i'm no motivational person or whatever like i've done stupid shit and made mistakes and missed out on opportunities or whatever but i've fallen into a lot of good opportunities but i feel like if you i know i i did a lot of things you know over time where i've been like been like if you actually make a conscious effort to go a certain direction and you're like you know you think certain things you're like i'm i'm going to do that this is what i'm going to do I feel like stuff starts happening. Like if you just sit there or if something goes wrong, I'm guilty of it too at times where you're like, oh man, it's all too hard, whatever. But I feel like it's like if something goes wrong, you've got to be able to go and like all good, <laughs> all good, let's get going. And like, yeah. I feel like stuff, I don't know what, it, like if you have a certain mindset and you have a certain attitude, you may not notice it, but things start working in your direction. Like it just starts, I don't know. I feel like it just happens. <laughs> 100%. And I think it, yeah. And I think it does come down to a lot of mindset as well. Yeah. Um, and sort of changing, you know, of course you can feel like disappointed with yeah, shit. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. If shit goes wrong. But if you see it as a lesson rather than as a failure, yeah. then I think, you know, it starts to really change things for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I fucked up a lot of shit in, you know, Same. my time and Same. doing stuff I really want to do. And yeah. it's only made me better. I remember in year 12, I did like, I was fucking heavily into acting and um, I did drama and I fucked up one performance, eh? mm-hmm. badly, like badly fucked up. And I was really hard on myself. Yeah. 
And then after that, I nailed everything yep. from that day 100%. forward, you know, because I thought, fucking, this is your own fault, cunt. You didn't Dude. fucking, you didn't rehearse enough. Right. You didn't fucking get it down pat. You weren't in the right mindset when you walked on that stage. Like, yep. and yeah. And then from there, it was just a lesson, you know, and, and I see that in sort of everything I do now. Definitely. Um, yeah. It's, I've, dude, I played, um, we did the show at the Ricky with Jordan Burns and he's a legend actually to, to deal with and everything. And something went, something happened that day. Can't remember what it was, but I was, had this shits about something that night. And I hadn't prepared because I went to the races that day, but I was like, oh, I'll be right. You know, oh, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. Like I didn't, didn't, I should have done certain things and I didn't do it. And I played shit. I made mistakes and I was pissed. Like after I'm like, man, why did I do that? And now, but ever since then, like none of that shit. Like, yeah. it's just like, I changed my you know, it, it's just, yeah, you have to just take it as lessons. And I was pretty salty with myself for a fair bit. I'm like, no, 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 no. You flip it into a positive and, and you're good. Yeah. Like, but you just got to, it's hard. It's, yeah. You, you can if definitely you learn go, from it, then yeah, yeah. there's no, if you're doing the no same problem. shit over and over bar. Yeah. Time to give it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it it kind of does. This isn't your dream. No, <laughs> no, man, no, definitely. definitely. Um, so what, uh, I guess, I guess, you know, for you, I, I think probably a challenge for you would be balancing both Axum and, and Young Carbs yeah. stuff, especially with Young Carbs, you know, now sort of growing into what it is yeah. um, and getting much bigger um, probably than you ever thought it would. Yeah. Um, how do you balance the both and sort of dedicate your time it's to hard, both? Man. To be honest, like if you look at the account, um, you'll notice a change in it. And that is due to me basically not having the the time or the you know energy to be able to completely stay on top of it. So it is hard. Um, and I've also been working on something in the background I can't really touch on, but with my mate Kirky, who's a who I went to Europe with, um, we're doing we're working on something basically that's Kirky's a man can't. He is a weapon. Yeah. He is a classic. I went to um I went all the way up to Nui to watch Tigers get flogged by yeah, Newcastle. Yes. Yep. And then to make it worse, three weeks later, I got a fucking speeding fine in the oh, letterbox. That's always beautiful, yep. Yeah, right outside fucking Newcastle Stadium, yeah, mate. So, um, yeah, never going up there to watch footy again. No, no. Uh, fuck that place. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. You got to, did you get to see Kirky at least or not? I did, yeah. <laughs> Saw Kirky and Banjo, so that yeah, was all right. Yeah, that's all right. Made it worth it. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's a legend. <laughs> he like, we're, we're doing, that's something that I don't, I can't really touch on right now, but I'm working on something with him in the background to kind of, go a certain direction with it um, because if you look at it too, like the way it started, I was younger. Um, I had a different, different lifestyle, different, the things I was doing were different. You know, my weekends were different. I wasn't working so much. Um, there's a lot to it. So now it's kind of, and now I'm DJing a lot more and you know, everything like that. And people are coming to us and saying like, I want to do stuff, you know, event wise a lot. So, you know, it's kind of got to go, it's, it's, it's taking its own natural natural direction. But yeah, I'm working on this other stuff with Kirky and kind of got to see where it goes. We've been working on it for a fair few months and um, see what direction we go with that. But still, the core of it still, I want to keep that vibe the same. I want to have everything the same. But yeah, to juggle the two is hard. And like, yeah. for example, I'm going away, obviously, um, in a few weeks for this TV show and we want to do content for Your Paradise. Like, I've got ideas. Like, I want to do some funny shit like sitting there with snorkels on and bloody yeah. you know, some random joint that's not the beach or whatever and like yeah. you know dumb shit like young cars vibe stuff 
that's going to be like promotional for us playing there, like, you know, build some hype. But I'm like, I'm going and I fly back on the 8th and we fly out on the 10th. Yeah, shit. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So we've been trying to line up with all the boys to get them together. But we're like, we're playing next weekend on the long weekend um, yeah. at Label in Manly in Brookvale. And then weekend after, we're playing in Canberra. We've got a show coming up. Yeah, shit. Um, and then before we know it, like, I can't. Yes, yeah, so I've said to the boys, I'm like, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to do something like one Arvo midweek and shoot like a ton of stuff and I'll have to edit it up and then put it out. Like yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's definitely hard. And it would be hard with like, you know, all you boys involved who are, everyone's busy, yep. you know, and to line it all up to, to find time. Yes. Yeah. It's probably already a struggle to line everyone up just to play. Mate, you know, so I'm like cats. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a literally a nightmare. <laughs> like, and there's, that's the thing, like, and then say, you know, I, I shoot content, but I have to be this stuff. I have to be in it. So I'm like, I need someone else. So I get like Tinker. He does like what we have, like a little studio set up in his um, shed and we do stuff like that, whatever. But, you know, I've got to get a dude to do video stuff because I'm the dude who's videoing. So I'm like, shit. Yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard. But in the end, like what I also have to remember is my key focus still needs to be Axum because that's yeah. my, that's how I earn a living. Yeah. Like Young Calves isn't, isn't, you know, my priority, even though I would rather it to be my priority, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the cool thing, you know, that's, that's the dream, but it's, you can't really, you can't, I've, I've done that in the past when young yeah. calves had a big boost, I was, you know, focusing, but you know, I'm bad with that. Cause it's like, I'm creating something that I truly want when I'm doing the action stuff, I'm making stuff for other people. Yeah. It's still cool, but it's, not for me. Yeah. For yeah. So, and that's, yeah, that's interesting. Cause you said like, that's the dream. Is that, is that what you say? Like if, if you had it exactly the way you'd want it, right. Mm-hmm. Your life. I mean, it's pretty fucking good at the moment. Oh, my life's good, man. Yeah. I'm cruising. Yeah. But if you could make millions of dollars a year with just young calves, yeah. would you leave action behind? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Like I love what I do and everything, but I'm happy to admit that I'm not, I don't know. It sounds bad, but I've said this before and I'm happy to say now that I don't live to work. Like I'm, I'm cool with my job and I love it. Like it's sick, but dude, if I have the option to do it, you know, like, yeah. like I'll, I'm just, it's certain things, but like say the TV show stuff going around Australia and stuff, I'm like, okay, that's pretty sick. Like that's cool. But you know, doing normal jobs and stuff like that, if I have the option to do, you know, young car stuff, I would go that direction because it's my passion. It's a passion. If you, if your passion project, which is what it is still, yeah. could turn into your living. But at the same time, then I look at it, but it could change. So that's one thing that I'm mindful of. The passion project's fun because it's a passion project and it's not your full-time income. Yeah. It could change. So I have to be aware of that too. I could, I'm scared to be honest of ruining that by making it, you know, a, uh, because it, it, you know it can, can become not what you want it to become. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, yeah. that's how I sort of look at this podcast too. Mm-hmm. Is like, fuck yeah, man! If they someone came to me tomorrow and said, hey, say Spotify came to me yeah. tomorrow and said, hey, we want to offer you fifty million dollars yeah, a year yeah, yeah. to uh, to just put out podcast. Fuck, of course I'm, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Of course I'm going to take Call it. Call right? the midweek job. Sorry, guys. But but, yeah. but then I think if I have to put out four podcasts a week, right? It becomes... How the fuck... Like, am I going to am I gonna be able to do that mentally? Yeah. Like, you know... It becomes something it become completely fun? different. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's what I find hard because 
with young cars, for example, like I've had pushes where, um, you know, I've done like, you know, merch, stuff like that. And it's cool, but it also becomes where I'm like, I'm not doing it for money really. Like I was making, I've made money, but I'm like, it's actually becoming not as fun right now because I'm not just like doing cool stuff. I'm like yeah, doing back end, you know, bullshit. Yeah. Where I'm like, <laughs> oh, but it's cool that people want to buy it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I have like this weird thing where I'm like, that's sick that people love it. So I love that, but I don't really like doing this because now it feels like work. Yeah. But you, you can't really win. Yeah. And plus things like that anyway, once it, you know, once it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you, you know, you'll hire someone to do well, that. Well, right. Yeah. You, so. Yeah. So it's, it's, I've got things like my, you know, I've got the right connections and stuff like that to, I know how, if I was going to scale it up and do certain things, how I would do it. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do it all on my own because I've taken everything else, everything on, on my own today. It's just me. Yeah. And I know that doesn't really work. So there's yeah. certain people who I would talk like, you know, I'm doing stuff with Kirky. I've got my older brother's really clued in with a lot of things. He runs his own distribution company. Like I'd be like, all right, man, you deal with this. I don't like merch or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do any of it. You deal with it. Like you've got to delegate. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's, man, that would be ideal. Like, yeah. you know, and it's, we'll see, like, we'll see what happens. You never know. It's, um, and it, and it would be hard to sort of delegate because when it is you, when you start, you yeah. know, yeah, I feel like you're like me, you're a bit of a control freak when it comes to your passion, yeah. you know, like <clears throat> I am very, for this, I'm very, yeah. you know, I like things exactly the I way am I the want same, it. Man. Yeah. I'm bad for it. Like you can ask anyone, they'll be like, he does not let like I'm so picky, like with anything to do with the brand. Like I've made posters and stuff like get changed for hundred percent. Like last minute, I'm like, no way that's going out. Yeah. It's got my logo on it. That's shit. Change it. Like yeah. also doesn't help that my design background that I'm picky. But yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's things where I'm like, nah, it's rubbish, get rid yeah. of it. And they'll be like, who cares? I'm like like it like yeah but i feel like that's how you get to a certain point like young cars isn't huge but you know there's things where i've been in other states at like a random place and someone's like oh yeah like you know yeah that's your if that whatever i'm like dude that's pretty cool like yeah it's pretty that's sick dope, man but like, it's still not at a certain at a level of you know anything crazy but you know to get to anywhere you've got to, i think you have to be a bit of a control freak I, yeah, to be I honest agree. i agree <laughs> yeah i'm big on like you know like the look of something yep. or um or you know like for instance like for for this having it completely unedited yeah you know if someone asked me to edit something out that they've said i'll just, just flat out say no yeah, no no it's just gonna be a no yeah. like you knew what you what you're, what you're getting into. in for yeah yeah um and because i don't want to jeopardize the brand i've grown yeah for for one fucking person well, you know? 100% like, like we've been offered I've been offered um money through brands and stuff for example with young calves and I've said no like so I, d I wasn't against it but I've the stuff they sent they were like they said you know we'll offer you this much money and whatever I'm like okay that's cool and then like we have to post this this and this and I'm like no that's rubbish like it doesn't suit our brand and yeah it will it will hurt the brand so much worse than this money will do anything for me yeah and and I've literally said to the companies like, nah, just does, the one company is a beverage company. And I was like, nah, that is so off brand. I said, you will get nothing out of this. Like, yeah. so I'm helping you. You're wasting your money with me. And they were like, literally they said, oh, like, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, all good. But yeah. that's to the point where I've been to. Like, I'm just like, no. Nah. And nobody likes to sell out anyway. Nah, I'm not. Although in saying that, Canadian Club, 
if you're watching, <laughs> I'd love you to sponsor me. Yeah. I'll hey. drink nothing but CCs. Uh, a sponsorship deal for some beverages. <laughs> not hey, bad. It's not bad for a potty. Hey. Stock that fucking fridge yeah. up behind you, and uh, there we go. Hit him up. Hit him up. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be all right. Definitely. Yeah, I'll definitely. definitely do that. Plus, CC is part of the brand anyway. Hey, so there, there you go. Yeah. We're drinking one. Yeah, they've already got promo <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They've always got a promotion going on. Yeah, that's it. Um, but no, but I'll, I'll think I'll leave. We'll leave it with, um, I'll just ask you this question, mm-hmm. I guess, because to me, you're someone who's really, you know, you've done very well for yourself and it's all been through your own work, you know, hard work. And I've had people like Nick Hodgkin on here and I've said the same thing to him. He's a weapon. An absolute weapon. weapon. Yeah. He is good. Yeah, he's very fucking good. Um, But what would your advice be to someone starting out, whether in anything, um, but, you know, especially within, you know, I guess the videography, photography business or as a DJ, Mm -hmm. what would your advice be to them to, um, to keep going? I feel like you need to be able to accept that stuff's not going to absolutely work how you want it all the time. Because if you just, you know, you literally cop a million stuff ups or failures or whatever before, you know, something good happens, it's just how it is. With DJing, whatever, uh, there's shit that goes wrong or there's gigs you're meant to have that don't work, still happening to us now. And if you let that shit get to you, you're pretty much staffed and you need to be able to network with people and be, like we're saying, be personable and be cool to work with. I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, obviously be talented. But that talent part is kind of I feel like you don't need to even touch on that I feel like you just need to be able to work with people well be nice to people don't be a dickhead like I don't know I'm certain people don't know me I know certain people may have ideas about me but even if you're a dude you're a DJ you're whatever you're meant to be cool or whatever doesn't mean you can be a dickhead yeah you if it's rubbish be nice to people if someone's whoever they are you know the old mate the assistant or whatever it's something who no one really cares about say hello to him be nice to him don't be a wanker and i think people notice that and you'll you'll suddenly realize that the people who are you know not being nice they're not or they're hard to deal with they're gonna slowly get filtered out be a good person be talented (laughs) just be a good dude or good chick like and you'll get places i feel i feel like you'll get a lot further than you think by just being cool and and not shafting people Something goes wrong with the, you know, with a client or whatever. Finish on a good note, you know, it's all good. Like, sorry, blah blah blah. It's nice to work with you. Don't be a dickhead because people talk to each other. Yeah, and that bridge would then be burned. And it's through. it's the same with anything. Yeah, don't be a tosser. If someone pisses you off, kill them with kindness. Doesn't help if they're being a dickhead and then you be a dickhead back. You're both dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty much like. Yeah, you, you can get a long way by just taking the high road and just being cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for coming Thanks, in. Mate. Thanks for and, having me. Um, and yeah, you're welcome anytime. And like I said, any of the any of the young cubs boys, mate, yeah. the seats always free just for get them. Get the boys so on. Get 100%. the boys on. <laughs> We're doing just a young cubs series, bro. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. We've had two. Hey. Next one, Talzo, mate. Hey, Talzo will love it. He'll love it. He'll absolutely rip. <laughs> he would. Hey, fuck. I'll reach out to him. Hundred percent. And remember, guys, speak free with Matty G. Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.